Richard Quest is back with us. Richard, very good morning to you. And a very good morning to you, sir. How are you? Very well indeed. Let's start with some broad-based stuff. The great fiscal debate of 2023. Has inflation peaked and is it heading in the right direction? And if so, how fast? Uh, well, <laughs> you don't like to start with the uh, the hard stuff, do you? <laughs> um, I think that, you know, the, I was talking, name-dropping, name-dropping. I was talking to the managing director of the IMF today, Kristalina Georgieva, here in Dubai. And, you know, she talks about inflation having trimmed. And people are talking about it being off the boil. And that is certainly true. The number, inflation is no longer as red and virulent, perhaps. But it is still, to use the economist's word, elevated. And it is elevated to such an extent. And labor growth, job, job creation, wage growth is still so strong that higher interest rates are going to have to come. Nobody believes that the Fed, the ECB, or perhaps even the BOE are finished. Rates are going higher, Mike. Somebody suggested that the by the end of the year, the Fed is going to cut. Do you reckon it's real? I, I, look, that's like saying, how long is a piece of string? What, do, what Should you have bread on a Tuesday? And <laughs> is it dark outside? I mean, you know, they could, it depends. It's, I shall be data dependent. It depends. Let's just say there's two more rate rises on the, high, uh, on the horizon. So that you're looking at a Fed rate fund rate of five, five and a quarter. It's entirely possible that by mid to late year, when they had initially thought that's when the recession was going to be, that you're in a position to start cutting rates. But even if you do, you're only taking the top off them. We are never going back to zero. You're looking at a mean rate of maybe 25 to 3%. All right, the recession debate of 2023. So two separate examples, America in a soft landing, Britain with those numbers that came out for Q4 24, 48 hours ago, whatever they escaped last year. Can Britain avoid a recession? Can America have a soft landing? The answer to the second is probably easier than the first. Yes, is the U.S. still could have a soft landing, but I'm more skeptical than most because we haven't really seen the full monetary effect of all the monetary increases and the tightening. And Chair Powell pretty much, well, didn't pretty much, he said exactly that in his comments last week. He said, we don't know the effect. We don't know what's going to happen. There has been more than 400 basis points of tightening in a short period of time. Now, we know the monetary lag is six to nine months. Therefore, as other economies slow down, we could see that soft landing turn into a gentle or small recession. The other thing, of course, boosting is China. China opening up, that creates an, a pump to the engine and therefore could uh, could mitigate the worst effects. If I sound, Mike, like I'm doing that horrible on the one hand, on the other hand, on the first hand, on the third hand, I am, yeah. because everybody agrees no one really knows. The reason I ask about Britain is, is I've got this theory that those countries that borrowed per head of population the most ha- are going to or have suffered the most. And Britain's a good example of that. New Zealand's an excellent example of that. So I'm figuring if Britain can avoid a recession, maybe New Zealand does as well. Is Britain still a basket case? Yes. Yes. Britain still has some serious long-term issues, uh, which are structural, 
systemic, largely now coming out from having uh, not being in the EU uh, for, from Brexit, which they haven't, which hasn't fully worked through the system yet. There are also, of course, the Liz Trust debacle, which has kept guilt rates higher for longer than they should have been. And the government has to deal with the, reset, the, the worsening of the recession or potential recession, which is higher social spending. So that's why the Chancellor Jeremy Hunt has been quite clear on the question of tax cuts and it'll be tax rises. Britain is in a far more difficult, I won't say precarious, difficult situation than others. Right. So you mentioned China. They're back-ish. How big, how hard, how fast? I would say how big? Quite big. How hard? Very hard. How fast? Faster than we'd like, maybe. They are back, but the dangerous part of this is what sort of growth are they going to tip into the world? Because whilst certainly China's acceleration is, an, is a growth engine that we need, there is also, of course, the balloon problem uh, where the shooting down of the balloon there are trade tensions that are still there there is still a trade imbalance we saw the numbers from the united states this week so it's by no means hunky-dory when it comes to china the issues are still real but yes there is now another engine pulling the global economy out of the trudge that it's in. I'm glad you raised that aspect of it. So in watching the State of the Union last week, Biden's busy telling us everything to be built in America is built of American-made product, Yet, and you look, as you, as you rightly raise, the trade deficit is astonishing in China's favour. Does the world of business just carry on and the politicians bicker with each other? I would say that the world of business circumnavigates. The ver- world of business adapts. It adapted during the Trump years. Business leaders are having to, you know, well, the one thing that the post-pandemic supply chain crisis, partly because of of COVID, partly because, of course, of China's shutdown, but it taught businesses to be resilient on the supply chain. Now, that might mean friendshoring, where you only have supply chains within those uh, allied countries. It might be reshoring. You bring things back. But Ngozi Ekonjo-Iwala of the WTO was berating me today because she says that we need to look elsewhere. Countries like New Zealand need to look elsewhere for their supply chains. And similarly, the rest of the world needs to look at where else. The problem is we've been so badly bitten that we are really going to be quite shy to advance further. I must say, Mike, may I just say, before we do it, my commiserations to to those who have suffered and suffered badly as a result of the appalling weather that is is being hitting Auckland and parts of of, of the country. Um, Coming from New York and the UK, I'm well familiar with with how destructive destructive it can be. Hearts and thoughts are with people. Very nice of you to say. As regards jobs, the other big quandary of the year, they're laying them off by the hundreds of thousands in the tech sector, yet we in New Zealand cannot get a chef or cannot get anybody into the country. How do jobs or the jobs story, how does that unfold this year, do you think? That's the big unknown. That is truly the unknown because the last numbers were more resilient. And, you know, there's an interesting article by Capital Economics today which says, does unemployment have to rise? Is it a sine qua non of, a recover, of, of, of the recession or of beating inflation that in unemployment has to go up? And that is the traditional orthodoxy. So it's because you have to have labour slack. 
It's only when you get labour slack, you get labour weakness, job losses, inflation comes down. It's the exact opposite of what we've had. And so you do end up with very tight labour markets at the moment, and and that pushes inflation. I would say, at the very least, you're going to have to see a weakening in the labour market before you're going to fully conquer inflation down to 2%. If, Mike, if you are committed to 2% and you don't want Mm. to pivot somewhere before you get there. On this tech losses, you've got to take it in perspective. The numbers are uh, nominally high. Percentage-wise, they are not that great. Sounds awful to say, but it's true. And they have to be seen in the context of industries that dramatically increased employment during the pandemic. Well, if you're quite happy with the new jobs when they come along, because an industry is fast and nimble, you have to take the reverse. Jobs go when there's a downturn on the horizon. As always, Richard Quest, enjoy Dubai, and we will catch up soon. It's a pleasure, a treat, and an honour, as always, sir.